The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. As you all know, I'm an extreme horror fan. And when I saw a post that said the scariest movie on Netflix was titled Veronica, you know I had to jump on it. It was an excellent movie, but I definitely wouldn't call it the scariest one ever. What I did find terrifying was that it was based on a true story. In this episode, we discuss the strange life and death of Estefania Lozaro. In 1990, Concepcion Gutierrez visited her dying father in a Madrid, Spain hospital. She brought her children along to see him one last time. Though this wasn't a typical heartfelt gathering to say goodbye to a beloved grandfather. You see, Concepcion's father hated his family. It is said that his last words were whispered to his granddaughter, Estefania. Those words were, Si no puedo haceros dano en esta vida, os lo haré en la siguiente. This translates to, If I cannot harm you in this life, I will do it in the next one. In the years after his passing, the family wondered if his dark soul remained to torment them or if something entirely different was occurring. 15-year-old Estefania lived in Vallecas, a suburb in southern Madrid. Some will say she was into occultism and others would say she was not more curious than any other 15-year-old. Though, when her friend's boyfriend passes away from a motorcycle accident, Estefania decides to help her friend gain closure by bringing a Ouija board to school. The teens would initiate a seance, but they were interrupted by a teacher. The teacher somehow damaged the board at this time, it's unclear if it was ripped or just broken. It is said that the Ouija board must be closed properly or evil spirits will remain behind to haunt those operating the board. Once Estefania's board was broken, an unnatural smoke filled the area and was inhaled by Estefania. Shortly after this incident, she began to hallucinate and see dark figures walking through her home. She would describe them to her parents as evil, and then she began to have seizures. 
Once during a seizure, or what appeared to be a seizure, Estefania's body became rigid, and her eyes turned completely white as she filmed from the mouth. The family took her to multiple doctors, specialists, and hospitals, but no one could find anything wrong with her. A few doctors suggested epilepsy was the cause of these episodes, but it was never officially diagnosed. Some believed she was possessed and her malicious late grandfather was behind it all. Other medical professionals would state Estefania was experiencing a psychotic breakdown. At times, Estefania would bark at her siblings and scratch the walls. Other times, she appeared to be possessed with superhuman strength, attacking family members and speaking in a hoarse male voice. She was tormented for months, and by August 1991, she told her family that the dark figures that haunted her were asking her to come with them. Within days of this statement to her family, 19-year-old Estefania died. On August 14, 1991, she was admitted to the hospital and fell into a coma before passing. Doctors sent samples of her internal organs to labs and found nothing to explain her death. The family was left with extreme grief and were unable to grieve the loss of Estefania as they were now being haunted themselves. The family home that was located on Luis Marin Road in Vallecas, Madrid was completely haunted by spirits, possibly the same that had haunted Estefania. The family began hearing knocking coming from her bedroom days after her death. Her mother, Concepcion, opened her daughter's bedroom door and found that all of her possessions had been thrown around the room. One night, they heard an old man's laugh throughout the home. And at times, they could hear a woman screaming in the bathroom. Doors would open and slam violently. Electrical devices would turn themselves on and off. Pictures would fly off the walls. The temperature would fluctuate from normal to freezing. On at least one occasion, Estefania's brother Max was lifted into the air and thrown by something unseen. Estefania's bedroom door would burst open and terrify the family. So they barricaded it with heavy furniture. However, the door would still burst open, flinging the furniture across the room. Along with the furniture, a framed photo of Estefania blew into the room one time. When her mother picked up the photo, it began to burn in her hands. 
Estefania's face was on fire. The family was repeatedly plagued by something touching them or holding them down in the middle of the night, something invisible. And the two youngest girls would see a black figure crawling into their room. Desperate, the family installed motion alarms in the home. The alarms would sound, but no one would be in the room. By October 14, 1992, they turned to psychics and mediums to assist. During this session, a psychic medium was possessed by the spirit of Estefania's grandfather. This medium stated that the grandfather was haunting the family and that Estefania's spirit was present and fighting to stop her grandfather and other evil entities. In an EVP recording from this session, the words beware of grandfather can be heard. By November 27, 1992, the commissioner of Vallecas received a phone call from Estefania's parents. They stated the paintings and crucifixes on the walls of their home were spinning around and tall dark figures with no hair were in their home. Two police cars arrived and found the family outside of their home in the cold. They were too terrified to go back inside. Inspector Jose Negri asked several of his men to stay with Ms. Gutierrez in the living room while he walked with a few other officers and Mr. Gutierrez into the master bedroom. As they stood in the bedroom discussing the situation with Mr. Gutierrez, a loud noise came from the balcony. It was described as a large boulder rolling across the tile floor. Upon opening the doors to the balcony, once back in the living room, the other officers were asked if they'd heard or seen anything. Though they had not, at that moment one officer yelled at another. A cupboard door was swung open violently. It missed the officer by inches. Officers drew their guns and became nervous, not sure where to point them. At this point, it was obvious there was an unseen force in the home. Everyone moved outdoors, and officers stated that they saw a reddish substance on some of the furniture. After the incident with the police, the Gutierrez family moved out of the home, never to have another paranormal issue again. I don't know if I consider this the scariest movie as a few things were changed. Though, I find the true story to be absolutely terrifying. Oh, and did you catch our producer, Mr. Eddie V, in there? I know you all miss him. I've seen the emails. We both have had some fun life changes in recent months, but in time, we will eventually get him back here regularly. In the meantime, you all just get to hang with me within the realms of the unexplained. If you're new, 
You can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you can get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsors' links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com with a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you.